In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes to us in this world that we have and shows us what He looks like not only 2,000 years ago, but what He looks like today. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, some of you have been members here or have been coming here for over a year, and so you know that there's a little bit of an Easter tradition that I have that um, I go on vacation in January and I come back with a beard. And um, and I keep that beard all throughout Lent. And then for Easter Sunday, I shave it off. And it's always sort of like a, an, an interesting experience for me because um, I, I will do that. And then for the next probably at least half a week, I'm not sure who that person is looking at me in the mirror. And, and, and I'll look at myself and I'll go... Is that me? Ooh. Um, and, and I want to hide behind the beard again. And, and so it, it's something that makes me kind of wonder, you know, what do I look like with that beard? What do I look like without the beard? Uh, you know, uh, would I have recognized myself if I were a little kid and saw a picture of myself today? Would I recognize myself, would six-year-old Jay, looking into the future, recognize this guy who's got uh, long hair, he's up in front of a bunch of people with a funny collar on and, and all of these vestments, would I recognize who that guy is? And maybe you're kind of wondering the same thing. What did you think that you would look like when you were a kid? Did you think that you would be in Tallahassee, Florida? Did you think that you would be at Florida State University? Did you think that you would somehow be in a Lutheran church on a Sunday morning? How did you see yourself? And probably from that point that you were a little kid until now, there have been a lot of things that have changed that image. Some of them for better and some of them for worse. Some of those things have probably been things that you have said, I am glad that I did not turn out the way that I thought that I would. And some of those things you may be like, I'm kind of sad that I didn't turn out that way. And that's the life that we live in. That's who we are. We've got these sort of expectations and yet we realize that as time goes on, things change, we change, and that's how it is. Well, that's sort of where Thomas was in our reading for this morning. Thomas, he, he, he had these expectations about who Jesus would be and, and how Jesus was affecting his life. Thomas thought that Jesus was going to be this great leader that would come through and would make the kingdom of God exist on earth in in a whole different way than what it actually ended up being. We see Thomas in, in other places in Scripture, just a few, and one of those places is right before Jesus goes to the tomb of Lazarus. And right before Jesus goes to the tomb of Lazarus, he says, we're going to go and see our friend Lazarus. And for some reason, Thomas thinks that what they're going to be doing is they're going to be going and they're going to be dying for the sake of Lazarus. And they're going to be going and fighting somebody. 
And so Thomas says, We will go with you, Lord, and we will die with you. And you get this sense that Jesus is kind of like, Well, okay, you don't quite get it, but that will be okay. You'll see what I'm doing with Lazarus. And as we continue on in our lives, we we have this sort of sense that, that as we grow older, as we continue on in time... The things change. And, and Thomas right now, he, he's at a place where he's very confused about the changes that have been happening. Because he has seen his Lord, this person that he thought was going to change the world in a myriad of different ways. He's seen his Lord crucified and die on a cross. And because of that, now he's holed up inside of this locked room. And here in this locked room, he's sort of cowering. And Thomas is maybe like a little bit braver because he's not there in that locked room when Jesus shows up at the first time. And so Jesus shows up and he says, Peace be with you. And the disciples eventually get, Okay, this is Jesus. And they tell Thomas, it seems, that what we saw the, the marks of the nails in his hand, and we saw that the spear was pl- where, the, where the spear was plunged into his side. But Thomas doesn't believe it. Thomas isn't ready for that kind of a change in his worldview, and that kind of a change in who he is becoming. And so Thomas says, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. And so eight days later, Jesus comes by, and he says, peace be with you. And he shows what he looks like now to Thomas. So this is who I am. This is what I look like now. And he shows him the marks of the nails on his hands and arms. He shows him the Mark where the spear was plunged into his side. And he gets kind of gross with Thomas. Get gone! Put him in there. And actually, um, this is one of those areas where the English version of the Bible is a little bit sanitized for your uh, consumption. Um, what, what Jesus is actually saying to Thomas in this, and the, our translation gets it pretty well, but he's actually kind of saying, take your fist and put it into my side. Uh, it, and it's not sort of the sense of like, oh, just kind of peek in there, but it's like, jab it in. Which you can imagine would be kind kind of gross. But Jesus is like, come on, do it. This is who I am. This is who I am now. Which brings up the question for us today. If Jesus is showing himself to us in ways that we can sort of grapple with on this Sunday morning, what is he showing us? What are the nail marks that he's showing to us? What's the hole in his side that he's showing to us? And we don't have Jesus here sort of physically. He hasn't appeared to us like that this Sunday morning. But what is this image that Jesus is giving us of himself on this Sunday morning? 
think is really what Jesus is getting at with Thomas. Is he sending us a message some 2,000 years later? Because if you remember what Jesus says to Thomas, Jesus says to Thomas, Blessed are those who believe and who have not seen. And he's speaking almost exactly to us, saying, If you, you are not going to see... But blessed are you. You are going to be blessed in not seeing because you are going to believe without that same kind of sight that Thomas had. And that that is actually a greater expression of what faith is than to put your finger into the nail marks and your hand into his side. And so, how do we see Jesus today? It's the big question. How do we see Jesus here at University Lutheran? And that's a question that that I probably have some answering to do. What are the images of Jesus that I have presented you with from this platform? What are the images that you have been presented with as we've read Scripture together? What are the images of Jesus that you have been presented with as you've been here at Bible study or on a Wednesday night at Vespers or wherever we're talking about who this Jesus is? What are the images that we have given to you and the images that have been conjured up inside of your skull? Has it been sort of the buddy Jesus who's always going to be there and he's going to be your best friend? Or is it going to be the slightly more edgy, rebellious Jesus, who's always pushing the envelope just a little bit farther? Or is it the Jesus that's a little bit snarky and sarcastic and says things to Pharisees that you're kind of surprised that he gets away with? Or is it the Jesus who loves you? Unconditionally, no matter what. What are the images of Jesus that you have inside of your head? Throughout all of human history, we've tried to come up with images of who Jesus is. And it's really interesting if you look at all of the images of Jesus throughout all of time, when you look at at the art of what Jesus looks like. And especially recently in our American culture here, we've, we've tried to portray Jesus in ways that make him easier to believe in. And so we come up with a Jesus that is of multiple different ethnicities. Depending on what our own personal ethnicity is, we just couldn't let him be a Jewish guy. He has to turn out to be sort of a white guy with blonde wavy hair and blue eyes. Or sometimes he's African American or just African And sometimes Jesus even appears as Asian. But it's not just a racial thing. Sometimes Jesus is just sort of, he's a little bit wispy, he's a little bit wafy, he's a little bit uh, not quite super strong. But then on the other hand, sometimes you see a picture of Jesus and he looks like he should be wrestling in WWE. And sometimes Jesus is kind of dressed up in a suit. If you follow Coffee with Jesus on Facebook, 
And all of these images of Jesus that we have culturally, they, they all sort of push us to that point of a Jesus that might be a little bit easier to believe. A Jesus that we can see, that we can relate to. Because that's really what we want. We, we want to be able to see Jesus. We have the same yearning in our soul that, that Thomas did. He wants to be able to see who this Christ is, who this Lord is. And we want that too. And we actually get it. We get it here in this place. Not seeing Him necessarily with our eyes, but seeing Him with our trust and with our faith. Seeing Him in the waters of baptism that we remember when we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Seeing Him in the sacrament of Holy Communion when He's there for us, body and blood, bread and wine. Seeing Him in the Word as He is proclaimed to us. And we're doing all of that seeing so that we can get a good idea of what that image is of Jesus. And have that solidified for us once more again on a Sunday morning. So that then we can go out into this world and we can be that image of Jesus for someone. Martin Luther, the guy that our denomination is named after, said that we are like masks of God when we go out into the world. You're the mask of God. Which in turn means that you're the image of who Jesus is and what He looks like today. And that gets to be something that is a part of you. Because He's appeared to you in His Word. He's appeared to you in that baptism. He's appeared to you in the sacrament. He's appeared to you and says, You are mine. And I will be with you forever. Amen.